Yeah, it's that Mad News blog. That's you have to think about that one. Say, yeah. so, yeah. Izzy, it's your Twitter, love. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and mine's at Cheryl's World. Um, I know, I'm really greedy because you can also catch me at The Rinse Online too. So, yeah, it's really greedy, isn't it, Jan? <laughs> oh, yes, it is. It is a bit, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it is. I think you need to get rid of one. I think I do, don't I? I should shelve one of them and just, like, amalgamate the two or something. Anyway, bun that. Let's get into it. So what's cracking this week, Jan? The Oscars. Yeah, last week it was the Oscars, the Academy Awards in mm. Los Angeles. 87th, how have you know? Yep, 87th. Mm-hmm. The stars came out. They you did. Know, there was a bit of controversy because of the lack of black talent that was nominated this year. Mm. Uh, Selma, uh, you know, didn't happen, did it? Didn't happen. Well, I suppose they probably <laughs> thought, well, it was okay because John Legend and Common, well, they picked up um, for the soundtrack. Uh, the yeah, track. yeah, best soundtrack for Glory. You know, do you like Glory? It's like all song? right. It's, it's okay. I mean, I like John Legend's voice. For me, I just like hearing John sing and the choir. Yeah. But Common, Mm-mm. when he raps, I just I just cringe. I, oh, just, no. think there was, I just think it, it wasn't needed. Do you know there are some songs that you don't need to have a rap? Mm. And that's one of them. I, wonder I don't what... know. Lyrically, what he's saying is on point. But I don't know. I just, I don't know. It could have done. It just, it's. It just sounds a bit out of place and awkward. Hmm. You know, I, I kind of see what you mean. But, yeah, I can see how the song would work without the rap. I wonder what possessed them to put the rap in. But we just wanted to be part of it. You <laughs> were just like, yeah, I'm just like, muscling in whether you like it or not. Uh, yeah, I don't know, just something about Every time he raps, when he's, like, the singing is beautiful. Like, John Legend, hmm. he has a beautiful voice. Amazing. The choir. But then it's just the rapping. It's just like, mm. But, you know, congratulations to them both, you know. Well, yeah, that's good. They did well. I mean, the song itself, just kind of going back to the song a little bit, the lyrics, I mean, the lyrics are really deep. I I don't know, because I'm the kind of person, when I listen to a song, I listen to the lyrics. I mean, I'm sure most people do. But with a song like this, even more so, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. The lyrics are really deep. But it's just something about... The rap. (laughs) She's not feeling it. She's like, no. Yeah. Like, when he came on stage, because I I watched it on YouTube Mm -hmm. the day after, and, like... John singing, I think, yeah, this is nice. And then when, when Common come on the stage, I don't know, I just kind of looked away. Oh, no, like you were actually, like, related to him or something. It. Like he was your child on the stage and you were like, oh, my gosh, what are you doing? But, you know, no, but Cheryl, congratulations. You know, it's a good thing. Absolutely. You know, not, you know, with the Academy Awards, I'm just interested in these awards. Best picture, best actor, best actress, best supporting actor and best supporting actress. Anything That's else can whatever. You know, best sound, I'm not interested. Uh, best animation, not ever, whatever. But, you know, I should... But congratulations to Eddie Redmayne, who won best actor. That was for um, his part in The Theory of Everything, the Stephen Hawking yeah, biopic. Stephen Hawking biopic mm. yeah and best actress went to Juliana Moore mm-hmm. uh, still Alice about time she got an award she's been nominated about three oh, times wow, now, yeah. and then you have best supporting actor went to J.K. Simmons for Whiplash I always remember this actor from do you remember the American drama called Oz it was a prison drama oh yeah 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 come on Chad yeah I always remember him because he plays the leader of the Aryan what's it the Aryan Brotherhood, Brotherhood like yeah. this racist organisation mm-hmm. in prison so I always remember him from that brilliant actor okay and best supporting actress went to Patricia Arquette hmm. from Boyhood. So, you know, well done to them. Yeah, well done. But, yeah. I mean, like you kind of said, the stars, at the beginning of this bit, you said the stars come out. And, I mean, whilst, yeah, all right, we, we look out for the winners and whatnot, I think most people are interested in what the celebrities are actually wearing. And I don't think this year was any different. Well, yeah, yes. It's always nice. You, you, yeah. want, you want to see what they're rocking, right? Because, you know... Yeah, I do like to see. I think the only two that stood out for me, I, I liked um, Scarlett Johansson's Oh, my dress. gosh. She, well, in my, really in my 
opinion, Jan, I think Scarlett Johansson was the best dressed female. Yeah, she looked really nice. And and um, Jennifer Lopez. Yes, Jennifer oh my Lopez gosh. never gets it wrong. Her out dresses are always nice. Yeah. Y- you know she, what? Yeah. Zoe Saldana. I mean, she'd not done, had a baby yeah. and she rocked the hell out of that Versace dress. And I just say. And yeah, I really, she, I think she, yeah, she, she looks amazing. She looked, And it worked so well with her skin. It complemented her skin tones and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? It looked really good. But like you, I felt Scarlett Johansson just looked totally amazing. Yeah. The green, the green yeah. was just, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was I nice. Like. But what about guys? Who do you think stood out for you in terms of being the best dress? Oh, I don't know. They look like they're wearing the same thing, innit? Bow tie and... I don't know. You look nice. I actually thought John Legend looked quite nice. He scrubbed oh, yeah. up quite well. Although I was a little bit upset because his trousers were a little bit too short. <sighs> what ankle swingers? They swung. I, I, I was having flashbacks to, like, Michael Jackson on stage. Oh. You know, that kind of swingy, tuxedo-y kind of... Yeah, I don't mean. Yeah. Yeah. But to be honest, I never really pay attention to what the men are wearing. Well, no. The thing is, I think it's hard, isn't it? Because so much emphasis is on what people are wearing. It's almost like people could overthink it to the point where they get it wrong. You know, when tra- they get it wrong, it's they real get wrong. it wrong. I mean, <laughs> can we just talk about John Travolta? Did you see what he was wearing? No, what was he wearing? It was like, he had, it was almost kind of like cowboyish, cowboy chic. And I say cowboy chic because it was like suity. It was, like, you know, like a suity kind of ensemble. But you know yeah. like when cowboys have that neck chain thing? Right, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was one of those kind of things going on around his neck. And God. that together with the, the layers of makeup, together with the toupee... <laughs> Right, a it was. Toupee. It was a oh, toupee, Dad. It was because okay. Remember a little while ago, there was pictures that came out of him at the gym uh, without his toupee. Without his toupee, he's a strange one, isn't he? So now we fast forward to the Oscars. Homie wheeled out the toupee, plonked that yeah. one on, and he's gone clear. But I just didn't really. I wasn't really a fan of what he was wearing. Let's put it that way. <sighs> I'd have to go back and look at it because like I said I'd never pay attention to what the men are wearing no <laughs> but he stood out for me so I'll go and have a look but th- but he's just weird anyway what was that molesting people on the red carpet well this is why I think I was drawn <laughs> this is why I think my eyes were drawn to the suit because yeah. he was literally mat well, no, I don't want to say manhandling but he kind of like he was acting really cringe on the on the um, yes. with Scarlett with Scarlett Johansson he had his hand around her waist in a very kind of, you know, suggestive manner. Now, he could have just been friendly. I'm sure there was nothing in it. Yeah, but you don't need to touch her around her waist. Like kissing her. And she was kissing shocked. Her... She wasn't even expected it. She looked... He crept up behind her. Well, she looked mortified. Seriously. Her face was yeah. like, what yeah, it was... the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing, John? Yeah. Get away from me. Move. <laughs> it was very, very cringe. And it was just absolutely unnecessary. I mean, that together with his over kind of tactile behaviour with my girl. What was her name? Oh, Idina Menzel. When she, he was touching her face. Yeah. Uh, when they were presenting an award. Yeah. I was just like... Oh. But apparently what... But his publicist says that that was rehearsed. Well, the publicist said it was but rehearsed. Even if it was rehearsed, I just don't think it worked. I don't know what they were trying it, to do. It didn't work because it just, it, again, it was another massive cringe moment. And he was trying to um, restore, no, that's probably not even the right word, but basically last year he mispronounced her name when introducing her. So that's yeah, why they that, had a little banter. Yeah, yeah but mm. that banter was creepy. And yeah. We didn't need to see, no. see that. John, <laughs> please just stick to, I don't know what, just flying planes just, or whatever it is. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Or going to your 
services at the Scientology building. (laughs) We are not entering (laughs) that territory tonight. (laughs) Let's pull it back. Rita Ora. Oh, my goodness. That woman... She's everywhere. I mean, like she like she hosts The Voice. Mm-hmm. She's also she also has a part on. She's also in um, Fifty Shades of Grey. I think she's playing Christian Grey's sister. Yeah, okay. how she got that role? I don't even know. She's just everywhere. She's got a part in Empire. You know Empire. Yes. New show that everyone loves. Yeah. Uh-huh. Terence Howard. Howard. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, she's gonna appear in that soon. It's like I know that she's signed to Rock Nation Management. And Jay Z's all in there, Crap. but I, I don't even think he even even he has the power to get all this opportunity. Something else is going on here. What is she selling? Well, oh, I want to know. Based on what we saw the other night, Ugh, is the right. whole that Don? I mean, it was Donna Karan. Let's just put it out okay. there. It was okay. Donna Karan, and actually, but I she won't wear, you are she won't wear any panties. But she wasn't wearing any knickers. Right. Pantyless. Yeah, she like, kind of. You know, that's the kind of that's the kind of dress you wear when you're going out, and it's like I'm not going home alone tonight. Well, maybe she wasn't. Just I mean, we don't know what the setup was for, the late, for later on. Do you mean? I don't intend to go home. Now. My girl turned up commando, yeah? How do you know she won't get in hers later? Do you know, I don't really want to... Stop. Imagine walking around a party like that. It's like... You oh, know, plenty do. Hair. It's just a bit... You've got no knickers on. But some things you can't wear we'll knickers with. You can always see with. your vagina. You can always <laughs> see your vagina. We can see your JJ. <laughs> well, we can almost see it. It's like swanning into the Vanity Fair party. And actually get that invitation. Mm, well... Know, that woman is everywhere. She is. Please, what are you saying? And can I have some of it? Well, <laughs> but we've just we've just established what she's selling the bajajay. But we don't know. We cannot say that. I think Rita is probably a really sweet girl. She's out yes. there. She's getting hers. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, it's just what it is. She's just doing yeah. something that is just making heads roll. And hey, let her get on well, with it. I guess. Well, somebody, somebody wrote on um an inst- on a picture um below one of her pictures on an Instagram page, and mm. they said, "I've said from time." She is up to something. Mm-mm. How can somebody have such consistently low sales for the investment, but is still being treated like an A-lister everywhere? Good question. It's, it's strange. It's strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think there's anything more baffling than what happened with Zendaya Coleman. Oh goodness. I mean, Juliana, really? <laughs> I'm sorry. Juliana, I don't know what side of bed she got where she thought she was being funny. Mm. Right. But how dare... All right. Just to bring you up to speed. Basically, Zendaya Carmen, um turned up at the Oscars. She looked amazing. She looked absolutely yeah, beautiful. she looked beautiful. She looked really nice. She yeah. did. And she rocked yeah. some locks. Okay? Lock, yeah. long, 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 long locks. She just looked... Yeah, looked wicked. This yeah. thing, Juliana... <laughs> Because she'd be funny. During an episode of The Fashion Police, she referred to Zendaya, who was only 18, just by the way, not that that makes a difference. She referred to her as having such a tiny frame that her hair overwhelmed her and she felt like she smells like patchouli oil or weed. Juliana... Take a seat. Juliana just needs, just really needs to shut her mouth. Now, actually, I take that back here. What she needs to do is keep her mouth wide open and shovel some food in it. Do you know what I mean? Because it's clear that that woman has an issue with food. With With our maga body. So that's what she should focus on doing. Yeah. I mean, you know what? You know, the funny thing is, Kathy Griffin actually said, made the weed comment first. Oh, really? You missed that. Because when you watch the video back, when um, Juliana makes that remark about, was it patchouli oil? They cut, the camera cuts to a picture of Zendaya and then it quickly cuts back to them and um, Griffin I 
hear Griffin, Kathy Griffin, the host, the new host, say something like, yeah, or weed. Oh, it looks like weed. And then, and then Juliana came in and said, yeah, yeah, maybe weed. But mm. you just picked up on Juliana. But anyway, she got, she got it. She got that, it in the neck. That's a that. point, actually. So, I was going to say, Jan, you made a valid point there because I heard all weed. Yeah, maybe it's weed. But I thought it was yeah, Juliana. That's, that's yeah, she's just... replying to Griffin's <clears throat> comment. Yeah. Oh, hmm. Interesting. But, but everyone just heard... Um, oh, Juliana. You know, Juliana say So then she just... Then it, after that, the backlash was fierce. Like, black Twitter, they just weren't having it. Manic. You know, they just went after her. They left comments on her Instagram page, you know, about her weight. It just really went for her. And she's actually... She apologised. She did. Well, she tweeted afterwards. She said, you know, dear Zendaya, I'm really sorry. Blah, oh, my blah. gosh. Jan, well, I really want to address like something. <laughs> She was like, I watched it and I was just like, what the hell is wrong with this woman? She's sitting there in her peach top with gold trimmings or whatever. And she's blatantly reading from a card. I'm thinking, if your apology is sincere, you don't need to read. You just roll that off. That's off the bat, isn't it? Because you're sorry. But what about um, Zendaya's uh, message to her, which was, uh, there is a fine line between what is funny and disrespectful. Not because I was relishing in rave outfit reviews, but because I was hit with ignorant slurs and pure disrespect. To say that an 18-year-old girl with locks must smell of patchouli oil or weed is just, it's not only a large stereotype, but outrageously offensive. There is already harsh criticism of African-American hair in society without the help of ignorant people who choose to judge others based on the curl of their hair. My wearing my locks on an Oscar red carpet was to showcase them in a positive light to remind people of colour that our hair is good enough. Well said. That's all I have to say. Isn't that put it down? Well said. Yeah. She said more. Yeah. If you, if you want That's to know more of it, then go on her Twitter handle, which is the at Zendaya. But yeah, you know, yeah. Like I, said, I think so. But Juliana, Juliana comes back with, and I, you know, please excuse me for this really whack impression, but it has to be done. Do she it, said, God. I really want to address something <laughs> that is weighing very heavy on my heart. I want to apologize for a comment I made on last night's Fashion Police about Zendaya's hair. I do understand that something I said last night did cross the line. I just want everyone to know I didn't intend to hurt anybody, but I have learned it's not my intent that matters. It's the result. And the result is that people are offended, including Zendaya, and that is not okay. Juliana! <laughs> Go eat some Aki and Saltfish, seriously. Oh, but who wrote that for her? But then, you know, um, Kelly Osbourne, the co-host, mm. well, apparently, you know, she was saying that this has nothing to do with me and I'm not I'm not racist and Zendaya is my friend. Mm. And, 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 and she even threatened to leave the show. Apparently, until yeah. They, until they sorted things out. But you know what, Cheryl? I'm thinking to myself, if... Joan, Joan Rivers must be somewhere, like, shaking her head in disgust. Mm. Not because of what was said, but because Juliana apologised. Because up until this point, when, when she was in charge of the show, when she was alive, Joan never apologised for anything. Mm. And Joan was cruel. Yeah. Like, Joan would just go at people. Didn't business. And it's like, but she was a comedian. It was like, I don't care. I've been in this business for decades. I'm 80 odd. I'm going to say what I want. Whatever. She said what she said. She never apologised. Kept it moving. But unfortunately, Juliana is not a comedian and she's not Joan Rivers. So maybe in future she should watch what she says. Exactly. She obviously can't take that heat. Well, whatever it is. I think Juliana Rancic or Rancid or whatever the hell it is. Right, right, yeah. She just needs to really... I don't know. It was just... 
I know sometimes when you're in the heat of the moment, you kind of say things that rolls off your tongue and some things we can't take back. But that just kind of really emphasises... It, it just emphasises what she truly feels. And I, and I know she tried to say, oh, yeah, it was right. just a stereotype. Yeah. But no, you actually think that people with locks smell of oil or weed. That's the bottom line here. Because she made an excuse. She said something about, no, I, I didn't mean it like that. I meant, mm. like, she, she looked kind of bohemian chic. I'm thinking, oh, no, God. Juliana, you were thinking, you saw locks and you were thinking black and Rastafari. No, you were thinking... That's what you were thinking, and weed. <laughs> you were thinking Bob Marley. You know that one. She was thinking Bob Marley, weed, yeah. and that's it. How ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> but bun, Juliana, bun it. Oh dear. Yeah. And she really needs to eat. I do look at her and oh. I think, what is going on with your weight? You you need to eat. Yeah, she All does. the people around her. Why why is everyone acting as if as if that's normal? Well, her is skin and bone. Well, this is what I'm saying. That top she wore, it looked like a dehang paneer. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a giant lollipop. You know what I mean? On the red carpet, interviewing people. Just shoulders and head. <laughs> <laughs> it's too no, much. It's, it's too, no, I just wish... I, look, look she, she can't carry on like this. No. I mean, every year she just looks gets skinnier and skinnier. It's just like, come on. She needs to eat just, some good, uh, eat wholesome something. carbs. That's what she needs. Anyway. <laughs> EastEnders. Okay, so Yes, the live EastEnders. Were you kind of following the whole thing for the last ten months? Because I wasn't. Um. Yeah, I was actually. Yes, I was. Really? So, but I, but I kind of watched it more as it got closer and closer to the thirtieth anniversary and the live week. No, and then I was reading like theories online, and I I read something on Facebook where someone was spot on about who the killer was. Really? And said they reckoned it was Bobby, yeah. And I was thinking, hmm, <laughs> wow. yeah, that could work, actually. And it turned out to be Bobby, little Bobby, 11-year-old Bobby. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Jan, right? I, I, I don't really watch EastEnders too tough. I mean, obviously, right. you know, if it's on, it's on. But I, I don't yeah, watch, yeah, it. watch it. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, like everybody else, I was drawn into the whole who killed Lucy kind of thing. And yeah, I got drawn in. I have to say, I was like, what? When I heard it was Bobby, because I didn't even see the live episode. That's how bad it was. I caught right. it. I was out that evening and I caught it when I came in. You know when I got it on repeat or whatever? And I just caught yeah. the end of the episode where Jane found Lucy on the floor. And then I think Bobby said something about, if anybody, what was it? She, it's her fault. She's, <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but I was just like, it's what? She's her fault. She made everyone angry, uh, angry or, or something. something. Yeah, and I was and then like, Jane, with her stupid self, then decided that it'd be a good idea to lie to Bobby. But first, I'm telling Bobby that, yeah, you did kill her. <laughs> she tried so to say that it wasn't his fault and then take the body to the woods, isn't it? Just leave her there. Oh, is that you see, I didn't know that's what happened. I didn't know yeah. she took the body to the woods. That's how that's how they discovered the body in the woods. But um to be honest, I was more interested in the return of raspy voice Kathy Beale. Kathy. I always liked her character. I was shocked, didn't see that coming. No, that was a bit of a head. a bit of a curveball, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, that was quite good. So I'm glad she's back. Yeah. But do you know the biggest joke, Cheryl? What's that? She actually looks she looks um, younger than Ian, her son. But you know why that is? Because she's now the face of that um, non-surgical procedure for looking young. I forgot what it's called. And, um, yeah, she's the official face for it. She's only 13. She was only ever 13 years um, older than Alan... Uh, what's his name? Adam Woodyett, who plays Ian Beale, her son. So it's not much of an age difference, really. Yeah, but she did at one point, though. She was looking a bit craggy, if we're honest. Do you think so? Yeah. I thought that woman was really attractive. No, she, I'm not I'm not uh, disputing that. 
I do think she's an attractive woman. But I always thought she looked quite youthful. I always thought she looked quite youthful. She was getting, well, I don't know. Her I, skin I, was getting dry. Maybe, maybe it was just the skin was just dry out or something. I don't know, but it, it got it got to the stage where, well, as I said, she was the face of um, this new non-surgical procedure. It's called Silhouette Soft, and um, oh. yeah, so that's okay. why she's looking. That's why she's looking she looks, more and more useful. No, because when you look at her and Ian together, like when they finally, when he finally does realise his mum's back and alive, it's just going to be weird looking at them on screen together. He's just like, looks really old now. He's got a huge belly. Yeah, Ian's not, not <laughs> the one, really. No, he's like, they, if anything, they could look like they could be lovers or something, not son. Well, what made me laugh, 11 out of 11 million people that tuned, nearly 11 million, million people that tuned in to watch the live episode, there was all that talk afterwards about people complaining to Ofcom and this, that and the third. Apparently, a grand total of five people complained to Ofcom. That's how deep it was. Five, it was five. Five. Why are they making out that it was four? Well, because, oh, because, because you know what it's not. Sensationalised. Yes, God. that's exactly what it is. But the killer, excuse the pun, was when one fan screamed so loudly that the neighbours called the police. I thought that was funny. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't hear that one. Apparently, imagine you're sitting in your yard, you're yeah. watching TV with her, and then something happens and you just hear a scream. But that scream must have been piercing. That must have been really loud, like someone's being attacked or something. But how so serious do you want to take it, though? Police. I mean, can we... This, this is what I don't understand. Why, how do people even get so involved in, like, soaps like that? They just drag you in. But they to scream and to, and to feel the emotionally attached. This is weird. That's quite strange. They actually called the police. Wasted police time. What do you mean? Uh, so, what was it about last week or a week and a half ago? Um, some Chelsea fans, football fans, were caught on um, camera pushing mm. a black man off a train in um, Paris, France. And they were also heard <laughs> chanting, do the chant, do the chant, Cheryl. You're good at the chant. Oh, we're I racist. can't remember. How did it go? What did we're it racist. We're racist. We're racist. And that's the way we like it. <laughs> come on, you racist bastard. Come on. Let's have it. Let's get it in. Let's have it. Let's get it in. <laughs> well... Yes. Update. <laughs> I remember what I said. Remember I said this last week that mm. in episode one that I bet when they find those men res- responsible for that, um, they're all in good jobs. Well, I was right because an ex-police officer and Chelsea fan has apologised for his part in an alleged alleged racist incident on the Paris Metro, mm-hmm. but has denied he is racist. Richard Barkley, 50, was identified as one of the people sought by the Met Police. In a statement, he denied racist chanting. <laughs> Do you know who he is? Do you know who he is? He was the big fat one that we wanted to kick down. Oh, what, the one with the hench belly? It's a big fat the hench belly. Yeah. Oh, so he said. So he said in a statement, he denied, he denied racist chanting and said he wanted to explain the context <laughs> of the incident to the police, whatever. Chelsea Football Club has barred five fans <laughs> after... The video showed a black man being prevented from boarding a train. Mr. Barclay, an ex-Royal Ulster Constabulary and Police Service of Northern Ireland officer, is currently a director <laughs> with a human rights wow. organisation, the World Human Rights Forum, and has also worked supporting victims of the Troubles. 
that oh, God. the troubles being the, the troubles in Northern Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Belfast, oh, God. Belfast solicitor Kevin Winters issued a statement on behalf of the Chelsea season ticket holder, not anymore, in, and in it he said that, Mr Bart said that, as someone who has spent years working with disadvantaged communities in Africa <laughs> and India... He can point to a CV in human rights work which undermines any suggestion he is racist. Oh, but I'm sorry, Mr. Winters. Mr. Winters, can I just direct you back to the video? Yes, let's watch the video again. So whatever CV you want to bring and put in front of me, the proof is in the pudding, Marmaid. Do you know what I mean? And then I, and then I saw pictures of um, Mr. Barkley like, posing with children. Oh, please. I don't know, somewhere in Africa. <laughs> if only they knew. But then, I mean, we did also say in the last episode that a lot of the time these people kind of get swept along with the masses. Yeah, so maybe, yeah, maybe this was one of those incidents. But then he should know better. I mean, oh. you work in human rights for crying out loud. That's the last thing you want to wind yourself up in. Her. I know. Well, he's regretting it now, anyway. Fool. Idiot. What an absolute <laughs> chase. He is. So and they've been suspended for now. And um, the Chelsea manager, oh, Jose Mourinho, he said that. Oh, he what, Silver Fox? Finally, the Silver Fox, mm -hmm. man. He issued a uh, statement saying that, you know, he was. He, he was disappointed and like the, in the in the dressing room the other footballers they were really disappointed and yeah. you know with the behaviour blah blah blah. And it's just what 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 oh gosh I just don't know anymore. I'm losing faith <laughs> in humankind say? rapidly. Seriously, <laughs> I just don't I get it. To laugh or cry, I'm just still well, I'm still stuck on the fact that Hedgebelly works <laughs> in human rights. How? for me is how the hell did you think that you with that supersized belly is not going to be one of the first people that is spotted <laughs> do you know what i mean though it's not like you're a shrinking violet my boy we can see you honestly if we can't see your face we can see that belly so yeah oh, you were seen love no excuse but yeah he says that he wants to talk to the police no no one wants wow, to hear context. it. <laughs> no, context. Well, they don't for now, so. Context. Yeah, something like that. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Speaking of context. Hmm, yeah. I did laugh at this. Uh, a, mm. a skincare range. There's a skincare range called Flint Plus. Right, Flint Plus Flint. Yeah. They've conducted yeah. this survey of 2,021 women aged between 18 and 50 about personal hygiene here yeah. in the UK. Yeah. All about women. Yeah. The results. <laughs> very, very disturbing. Four yeah, out of very... five women admit they don't shower every day. Mm -hmm. And a third say they can go for three days without washing their body. <laughs> Gee, three, three days? days. Three. Do you, know what, do, you know what, do you know what these women are? Not these are the type of women. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, these are the type of women, yeah, who get up in the morning, right, wipe, and then and go. And gone. This mm -hmm. is the wipe and go crew. They just get up, wipe themselves, and just go. Can I just say, it's funny, because I don't know if you caught a tweet that I sent out yesterday. I was sat in a meeting, and the woman that I was sat next to, and if she's listening to this, good for you. The woman that I was sitting next to had crust in her eyes. You know, like... When someone has blatantly 
yes. not wash their face. And I'm looking at her. Crust. Because after I'm seeing the crust, I'm thinking, that means if you can't wash your face, you don't know you ain't washed your fanny. Oh, God. Because was as far as... Was well, the crust that bad? Yes. It wasn't just a little bit like that might catch hold of your eyelash or something like that. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was crust. So you never cleaned your face. Oh, wow. And you're sitting there bold as brass next to me, talking up with your stinking yellow teeth, which I don't know you never cleaned this morning. Yeah? Her teeth, were her teeth yellow Her well? teeth looked like they had cheese in them. You know, like oh, when you haven't brushed your teeth. Yeah. I was just like, oh, wow. what, Sia? <laughs> what? And... I'm really squeamish. Oh, God. I'm really squeamish about something. So I was kind of like, when she's talking, my head's kind of cocking away, just ever yeah. so slightly, because yeah. I'm obviously trying yeah. to make it bay. But I just thought, you're dirty. You're so dirty. So this actually doesn't come as a surprise to me, Jan, This the, these results. But three days without washing as a woman, it's like... You, you need to wash. You're self-conscious. Like, come on. You, you must be... She must, oh, gee. Imagine... Oh, <laughs> Lord. No, the crutch. So what about oh, when it's God. their time of month? They well, don't wash then? Well, they probably... You know, I, I'm speechless. I can't... I couldn't even imagine leaving my house without flinging water on my skin. I have to have a shower no. every single morning before I leave this house. At a minimum. That's just, that's just bizarre. I wonder who are these women that they spoke to? Well, you know what? <laughs> the thing is, Jan, you're saying that, but I actually think... I really think that there are a lot of women like this, especially those high-powered women that are like in the office at the Cracker Sparrows and don't leave till blimmin' well, yeah, God knows yeah, what you time. Have a point there. Yeah. Because I've always wondered mm. how comes there are certain people in the office and I'm talking times when you get in like early, real early, you know like them eight o'clock starts or whatever. And yeah, people yeah, have been there for yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Yeah, I've been here since six, you know and you're like, What? I don't even Oh wow. Well that's not even it. So four out of five admit they don't shower. A third say they can yeah. go for three days. Only 21% of females take the time to shower or have a bath every single day. So that's like 79% that don't. Yeah. And nah. a third of women wow. go to bed without removing their makeup because they said they didn't have time. Now, the makeup thing, I can understand yeah, a little people, bit. Yeah, some people don't do that. Yeah. But yeah, you're really tired, they just can't be bothered to wipe their face. But, but that's not a regular thing. I just don't understand it. But speaking of dirty women... Oh. Some women are freaks, aren't they? There was a woman yeah. in Mexico that got arrested for masturbating in the cinema whilst watching Fifty Shades of Grey. What? Fifty Shades of Grey been so bad. Like, no one's even said anything about the sexies. Apparently, the sexies aren't even that sexy. So, I'm surprised that someone was turned on enough to masturbate. <laughs> well, I have a theory, Jan. And I think what it was is she had it in her head that she was going to go and freak herself because she probably thought she probably doesn't get any sex like that's probably yeah, what it is yeah, she true. she's probably already you know masturbation is probably her thing anyway right which each to their own so anyway she's probably gone to this thing thinking you know what yeah this is going to be a free porno for me right so she's gone already already ready to, to, to get freaky in the cinema whatever 12th row what that's like some back row shit i mean i don't know how many rows there were in the cinema <laughs> but but she's in the, in the 12th row. Can you imagine? Leg cut out everything. Yeah. <laughs> but I just want to know who saw her. Who thought they would report it to the police? <laughs> How did she even do it, though? Because there's, like, chairs. Oh, How do you do oh, that? This is actually true. It just sounds a bit... 
what? Can we just like for a minute just sit and think? Like logistically, how would it work in a cinema? I don't know. I don't know. She. Oh. Because it's, it's dark in there, maybe. Oh, no, I don't know. And why were they paying that much attention to her? Unless she. Would, she it, might would have, been, it have been that obvious? Well, it must have been. <laughs> like, so you're thinking that her legs were cock out. <laughs> her legs then must have cock out, everything just, <laughs> no, you know. I say it again. Arrested. She was arrested. What they needed to do, they didn't arrest her. They could have just said, look, can you leave? Just leave it at that. <laughs> well, I'm not being funny, but that is kind of like indecent exposure. If she had her yeah. fanny out, do you know what I mean? It was like, that's a little bit too much by anyone's standards, isn't it? I mean, all right, we're watching yeah. a, a, you know, a movie, but we don't need to see your bits and pieces. Thank you. I think she was kinky. She was kinky from the jump. Just, she, yeah. she, she just wanted an excuse to kind of frig herself stupid. I think we need to see this. I think we definitely need to see this Fifty Shades of Grey. What are you going to go with your vibrator? Can you imagine? <laughs> just no in way. case. Did you say no way? Okay, so that means that you no, have a selection. No, no way. But it's just like, I, I just think it's the film really. Anyway. I don't think oh, I hope she's all right. Oh, they arrested her. How embarrassing. Yeah, they probably just arrested her and removed her and said, you know, give her a rap on the knuckles and send her on her way. Or you never know. I mean, one of the policemen might have offered to uh, sort her out. Because <laughs> <laughs> she clearly needed oh, a singing yeah. too, didn't she? Yeah. Well, that, uh, you know... Oh. Poor love. Another strange story involving Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> So, moving on, well, Lady Gaga's music was um, described as being jigaboo music. <laughs> I think that's brilliant, I'm sorry. Uh, jigaboo! So, basically, um, a Cleveland morning news anchor used the racial um, slur jigaboo while discussing Lady Gaga's music on live television. Christy Capel, co-anchor of Fox. Anyway, it's Fox, anything to do with Fox News, you know, it's just stupid. Anyway, You know, it's yeah. owned by the evil, what's his name, Rupert Murdoch, who's racist himself, so, you know. But anyway, Fox 8 News in the morning in Cleveland was impressed with the pop star's vocal abilities after hearing her perform a Sound of Music medley at the Oscars Sunday night. She said... It's hard. It's hard to really hear her voice with all that jigaboo, <laughs> with all that jigaboo music that she does, or whatever you want to call it, jigaboo. She, she might well have just dropped the end bomb for crying out loud. Yeah, and she said it while laughing. And then the big, the funniest thing, well, I thought it was funny, is that she was speaking to her co-anchor Wayne Dawson, who is African American, during the broadcast, and he, like, he's just laughing nervously. I'm just, this is just ridiculous, but. And, and apparently, she said. She said afterwards. She obviously there was backlash. Black Twitter were not amused. And oh, and for those of you who don't know what the word jigaboo means, well, it was used as an ethnic um, slur for African Americans from the early 20th century to characterise. Yeah, it's just an that. offensive term for yeah, a black person. But yeah, you don't Very say offensive. It now. And she she apologised. She said, "I do apologise if I offended you. I didn't know the meaning behind it, or that it, it was even a word. So if you did, if you don't know wh- what a word means, why, why use it? Say it on TV exactly? Because she's talking shit. She knew exactly yeah, what it meant. Exactly. She, this, she's a former beauty queen, Miss Missouri. She's from small town America. She probably heard that word all the time. Of course she did. Used it. So shut up. You know, she knew exactly what it was. Yeah. And the yeah, fact that she, she used it in that context, she knew exactly what she was talking yeah. about. She's talking rubbish. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> oh, I don't hell, you hear all, all this jigaboo music. You can just imagine. <laughs> that's, that's how she sounded. Exactly how she sounded. Hmm. Like, and then Wayne, Paul, Wayne Dawson, the black, 
black man, <clears throat> the co-anchor, just sitting there, <clears throat> giggling like a jigaboo, <laughs> not really joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I shouldn't. No, no, but, but you know, he just, he didn't say, he just laughed. Well, funnily yeah. enough, <laughs> she was only taken off air for the rest of this week, so it's like, it's not That's even like she's, it's been dealt, I mean, but then again, I suppose the question is, what should happen? She said something offensive, she's apologised, you know, the, yeah. sta- the channel, channel A have released a statement and part of what was just just a section of their statement said christy regrets her actions and realizes the impact of her mistake and the hurt she has caused on tuesday afternoon christy met with a group of african-american clergy from northeast ohio to begin the process of reflecting on the gravity of this incident in her on-air apology christy vowed to learn from this experience and has begun that process with help from clergy friends Family and co-workers. Are we serious? Oh, they always do. I'm surprised they didn't get Al Sharpton involved. Jana and Whenever whenever they mess up, they always call those two. It's like, oh, Mm -hmm. just, oh, just. It's nonsense. What? Is she really doing that, though? Or they just said that in a statement? It's ridiculous. That's what they said in a statement. I reckon she's probably done none of that. Absolutely none of it. She'll be back on TV next week, whatever. Yeah, of course she will be. I mean, they wouldn't even confirm. They wouldn't even confirm whether she was taken off paid or unpaid because you know she was getting full whack, Connie. I wonder what Gaga thinks about it. Well, she won't be saying anything, so... No, but it'll just be interesting because obviously she was referencing Gaga's music. Yeah, well, she had no no word from her camp and I doubt we'll hear anything. No, true. (laughs) But for what it's worth, I mean, Gaga's all about loving everybody. So it might be that I really do Is that your impression? (laughs) I don't know what that was, but... That sounds like Michael Jackson. No, Michael Jackson's like that, you know? <laughs> don't you start picking on my MJ. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> don't do it, Jan. Don't do it. I won't, I won't, I won't. All right. <laughs> oh, I'm allowed to do that. Can you imagine? <laughs> you know that wasn't even his voice anyway. Oh, it wasn't. It was very deep. Michael's voice was deep. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was very deep. Very deep. I think it's brilliant, though, that everybody... Well, so many people thought that's how he spoke. Yeah, right. Now his voice was deep. That's Harry White, apparently. I mean, he's a black man. He's got a bass in his voice. Do you know what I mean? Bass. <laughs> it would have been nice to hear the bass, not that childlike voice all the time. But anyway, the ch- the ch- I love Michael. Rest in peace. The childlike <laughs> voice was to, you know, make him more accessible to everybody. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. Yes, quickly, let's move. Jay Z. Yes. Oh, Jay Z. Rockefeller, y'all. He. Jay Z. Now I know Jay. Listen, from I don't know if you've read that book by Nazi's baby mama. Have you read it? Yeah, I have. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Carmen, something like that. He had an affair with. Well, he had a fling with her. He had a fling with her. But the interesting thing in that book that stuck with me was what Nas said about Beyonce. Can you remember? Oh, her breast smell. Said her breast tink. I don't know if that's true. I don't Yeah, know. he did say that. Although, you know, <laughs> maybe she'd been eating garlic before. I don't, who knows? But anyway, we're digressing. Yeah. Digressing massively. Jay-Z, um, apparently, yeah. it's been... These rumours have been swirling for a while that he's got a, a secret love child with a woman that apparently he had an affair yeah, with. Yeah, but we should... But we should say that this was long before he met Beyonce. Long before Beyonce. We're talking the 90s. Yeah. But it's been going on and on. And Jay-Z's always... Well, he's never actually come out and said he denied it, but he's never kind of owned it and said, well, yeah, this is true, this is my... Whatever. Apparently, the last bout of um, 
stress, let's just say, has been going on for the last four years. And apparently it's been taking a bit of a toll on his marriage to Beyonce. Not sure whether that's true. We're just going off what we've read. And the rumour now is that the the so-called love child, Rymia Satterthwaite, uh, has filed a civil court lawsuit accusing Jay-Z of avoiding taking a paternity test to prove or disprove whether he is in fact his father. I don't know how I feel about this, John, because I'm like, why would he why would he have to deny something that happened however many years ago? It wouldn't be a, it's not a thing, is it? Jay-Z is just very secretive. He's a very secretive man. I've always felt thought he was that. I mean I mean, he should just... I don't understand the big deal. Why not just do the DNA test and just see? But this is why I'm... trying to hide. But this is why I'm wondering how much truth there is to this. Because so what? He's been banging Gyal from whenever. Long before he married B. B's been doing men long before she married J. It's nothing. So if he had a love child or a child from back in the day, why would that impact his relationship now? So many people are in that situation. I don't think that would have... affected what they have so i'm wondering whether this is someone that's just trying to ting trying to make some money yeah she probably slept with him she's probably pissed off that she slept with him and now he's gone on to be one of the you know biggest selling artists in the world Mm. and she wants a piece of the pie straight up he, well, I saw a picture of them today, like a picture that was taken of them together from the 90s, probably before that boy was even born. Mm. And not that that proves anything, but it looks as if they did know each other. I think they and did. Then also, yeah, and then also I was listening to The Breakfast Club and they were trying to say, like, they're big, like, Angie, Angela, DJ Envy and Charlamagne. They're, like, huge Jay-Z fans. He can mm. do no wrong. Mm. And they were trying to say, oh... Basically, this woman has, like, a, a long criminal record. She's been done for stealing and fraud and all kinds of stuff. But well, I'm thinking, so what? Doesn't mean that she didn't have sex with Jay-Z and they, had a, and they didn't have a son together. That doesn't prove anything. It doesn't prove that she's lying. It doesn't what prove does her it. What does history have to do with this? <laughs> I don't think it proves it, but I think, why would Jay-Z feel the need to deny it? Yeah, I don't... I, I don't Jay-Z, I just, like I said, Jay-Z's very secretive. Who knows? <laughs> But even being but even even being secretive, Jan, this has gone on and yeah. on and on and on. You know, but this is not the only one. You remember the the, the, the Trini girl, yeah. Trinidad, yeah. He claimed she had a kid for him, and he tried. He swept that under the carpet, kind of paid her off. It's like, but you weren't even married then, Jay Z. But this it's is like, what they, I'm saying. This, yeah, this is again early two thousands. That apparently happened. It's You're like, not married, so. Why does it matter? You've been sleeping around. Chances are you might have, you know, created a life. Like, I don't understand. Why, what's with the the ducking and the diving? Do you think the guy, the boy looks like it? So the boy, the young man looks like him. The nose looks the same. You're dread. I'm... I've been looking for the lips more than anything because that's quite a prominent feature. Yeah, they're quite prominent. Mm. But then that could be any black uh, dude, really. I, 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 I don't understand Jay Z. I mean, for, for as long as, like, before he met Beyonce, he was always known as this bachelor. Like, you know. With a big schlong. Yeah, that was, yeah. Because they kept and going on about the fact that he's got a big one, didn't they? Yeah, they were set up. But even that, did, well, I didn't even find that appealing. He's not appealing, Jay Z. <laughs> yeah, Nas is appealing. That's yeah, Nas is a cutie. Jay-Z. He's a cutie patootie. He's a, he's a cutie. But Jay Z has never been. I prefer Tretch. You know, Oh gosh, Tretch. Wow. Can we just. Where's my fan? Where's my fan? That man is still alive. Did you say CeeLo? Who? See, no, I didn't say that. I said Tretch. I never said CeeLo. I thought you. I'm hearing things. I thought you said. You are really hearing things. You think I'm talking about that fat rapist? 
So I'm not even going to diss him. Oh yeah, he was. He was. What oh, do you I think? Of, anyway. speak, speak of, I know this is slightly off point. Really, 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 really quickly. Jahim, what was your fir- first thoughts on Jahim? I thought he was really good. Well, because you see, I had a real issue because I thought the very first time I heard of Jahim was "Waiting on You" that song, and I was like, "Oh my God!" I'm hearing this voice. This voice is just like melted chocolate in my eardrums. Yeah. I was like on cloud 50 yeah. whatever. When I saw Jaheem, I was like, that doesn't match. Oh, you mean like, oh, visually, just didn't match. It didn't match. You, you didn't find him attractive. He what? wasn't sexy. He, the thing is, he's got a little bit of sass going on. He's, you know what I mean? He's not brought down. He's got like more that. sex appeal than the dream. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that what? one should just stick to songwriting. What made you anyway, say the dream? <laughs> He's a good songwriter. Yeah. And that's what you should continue Just stay to do. doing. So not to, you should, you want to be up front, but you're not built to be up front in the spotlight. You need to be in the back. Absolutely. I know we're talking about Jahim, not the dream. <laughs> but I just thought, yeah. So I saw Jahim and I was just like, I felt a little bit deflated. I did, I, I felt deflated. Right. Quite attractive. I found him quite attractive. Maybe not as attractive as, Tretch. say, like, Tretch or R. Kelly. Forget everything surrounding R. Kelly, but I, I thought he was an attractive man. Like You know what it was with yeah, R. Kelly? He's very sexy. R. Kelly, yeah, Kelly yeah. epitomised sex. Yeah, he was, but it was, I thought he was gorgeous. Really? Gorgeous? Oh, wow. Yeah, That's a big title. I, mean, I was really attractive. I loved R. Kelly. Like, nothing, in my mind, no one could touch R. Kelly when it came to music. If it, if it wasn't R. Kelly, then I wasn't interested. And well, then, you know, I, I loved R. Kelly. I mean, I still do. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> I agree. R. Kelly was everything. I mean, growing up, hearing Sex Me, hearing 12 Play, hearing Seems Like You're Ready, it kind of made you feel like, okay. Because you know R. Kelly. Him and 
<laughs> and um, uh, Jodeci. Jodeci as well. Which one from Jodeci? Oh, you know, Dalvin. I like Dalvin. Oh, Dalvin. He was... <laughs> He was, yeah, he did look nice, yeah. but he's not very... It burns now when I look at him. It burns. Why? Because he looks smash-up. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just looks like chilling. Yeah, yeah. And as for Mr... But tell him about the new Jodeci album. Yeah, <laughs> Jodeci. They've been kind of like teetering on kind of comeback mode, if you like, for a while. And they were on the Soul Train Awards at the end of last year. They sang one of their new songs, Nobody Wins. And then they released a single, uh, say, a month or so ago, uh, Every Moment, which was interesting, for want of a better expression. And now it's been announced that they've got a brand spanking new album due to drop on the 31st of March. It's going to be called The Past, The Present and The Future. And, uh, yeah, this is the comeback. I think where Jodice is concerned, I just want to focus on the past. I mean, I must admit, have you seen the front cover of the album? No. I've blogged about it. Hello. Come on. Yeah. So the front cover is very much a throwback to the 90s. You know, oh, right. they're That's all in... deliberately. Yeah, yes. absolutely. They're yeah. all in black. You know, yeah. they've got their, their pose on. Do you know what I mean? Like, so you've got, yeah. I think it's Casey, then Dalvin or something. Like, you know how they always stood in a certain way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So right. we've gone back to that whole look and white background, black wears... Yeah, you can't really see too much face. So it's mm-hmm. like, all right, this is Jodeci. Okay. The track done deliberately. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the track listing is what intrigued me because, well, one song in particular on the track listing, Body yeah. Part. I don't want to imagine Casey doing anything to anybody's body part, quite frankly. Well, well not anymore. <laughs> Sorry, did you ever have a thing for Casey? Um, I think it was his voice. Like, when you li- heard his voice... And just his whole performance, you kind of forgot that, okay, he's not... Mm, forgot, you know. No, he was never ugly. He was all right. I no, mean, he, he wasn't. He could sing. So, but I now agree. it's just like, it's just painful. Yeah. No, you know what? Oh, I agree. I, I 100% <laughs> agree. He was, yeah. he was, he was like, I'm trying to think who else was like that. Aaron Hall. He was like an Aaron Hall, oh, wasn't God. he? <laughs> yes, Aaron Hall. Because Aaron Hall, he wasn't butters, but he wasn't like... <laughs> bringing in those old school words now. He wasn't butters, but he was kind of like, what are you doing? Are you like the poor man's version of R. Kelly? <laughs> no, no, well, the thing was that um, R. Kelly kind of stole his... Took his shine or whatever, yeah. Yeah, but R. Kelly of... stole it and he made it look good. Yeah, he did, but it was like Aaron Hall, and then um, R. Kelly came on the scene, and it was like, get lost, Aaron. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Just, see ya. Yeah. yeah. But Aaron was good. Aaron was good. But I think he had a few issues anyway. But, I mean, yeah, oh, as was did. evidenced last year. But anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> remember that video that emerged? Videos. Yeah. Oh, oh, God, God. You know when you just think, please just stay in the darkness. Seriously. He's <laughs> stay in the darkness. He does. Yeah, he, he does. does. Yeah. But, but will you be downloading this album? Um, I'm gonna be che- I'm gonna be checking it out definitely. Yeah. I'm gonna see what's cracking. Yeah. I, I think it'd be worth yeah. a listen. I think I might. Yeah. I think yeah, I will listen to it and then we can talk about it on the podcast. Definitely. Funny wow. stuff, funny stuff. But Last yeah, no, definitely we should check it out and, and, and talk about yeah. that. But I'm looking for I mean, I'm actually looking forward to seeing what what kind of falls off the back of their return. You know, are they gonna do a concert? You know, what's no. going on? Oh 
For the love of God, no. Have you, every concert, they come here and they flop. They need to just stop. They just leave the concerts alone. Mm. <laughs> what's your favourite Jodeci song? Oh, gosh. One of. Oh, what's it called? Oh, I can't remember the name of it, but um, the video, I'll describe the video. Like, they're standing in the desert. Cry for you. <laughs> How yes, sad is that? Cry for you. <laughs> Yes, I love Cryfee. That's a tune. That <laughs> yeah. is a tune. I love, love Feeling. Oh, yeah, that, yes. Was it like that? That was all right. You I got know. me Feeling. Feeling. And the song with, the song with T-Boss in the video, where Harry Dalvin get married. What's that song? Oh, I want to love you yeah. for life. <laughs> Because in love is whining. <laughs> and you have to whine to that song. You know the ones that are, it's out of time, but you still yeah. do it anyway. It's a whine, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of going back to R. Kelly really, really quickly. Uh, what's your favourite R. Kelly tune? One of, again, because obviously there's too many. One of my my favourite. Ignition. Even though really? that's a favourite song. But what, that's a favourite one. Oh, yeah, Ignition. Wow. What's yours? What would one of mine? Mine definitely has to come off the, set, the, the sex play. The 12 play album. I would yeah. say Sex Me, the remix, part two. Oh, yeah. That's now right. let that's me that. feel your body <laughs> next to mine. I want to see you sweat. Girl, you're yeah. so very wet. Yeah. Two. Mm. You makes me think now, right? Was he singing about women or underage girls? No. That, all right. You know what? I'm not going there with that. I can't. I really can't. I know, but you know, it just makes you think. It just made me think. Yeah. But he's talking about making you wet and put me inside of you. So I'm hoping it's a woman. Like a full grown woman. Well, that's what he wanted us to think. But when he was hanging outside schools in Chicago. Don't. So, well, that, that, that's what, that's, those are the stories. I'm just repeating what I'm Hanging I outside <laughs> schools, you know. Yeah, he used to, yeah, he used to drive up to schools and talk to the young girls. Yeah, like mm-hmm. people who lived in Chicago, at the, who were there at the time, could tell you loads of stories. But did you see the wife? Have you seen his wifey? His wife? Yeah. Um, yeah, the wife that, you remember when it all, you remember when he had, when it all came out, he was arrested and charged, Yeah. yeah? That was the only time that everyone found out, or people, the public, found out he was married. The but man had been married since 1996 to his backing dancer. Yeah. And he didn't know this. Yeah, until, exactly. Yeah, it was all secret. So it's like... Mm, She's a yeah. fool, I'm sorry. <laughs> she is an yeah. absolute fool. Why does she keep her mouth shut? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they're separated now. But yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah, it's all a bit... She... Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, she kept her mouth shut. Maybe he paid her off. He Maybe must have been... Yeah. Banging the most gay in her while he was with yeah. her. Yeah, exactly. Girls. Oh, Girls. no. No, well, that was a slip of the tongue. <laughs> I meant, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. yeah but he had a wife. He had yeah, a I wife. Yeah, I remember when it, when it came out that, I think it was like just a random article about the court case and a, and some, and there was mention of a wife. Everyone's just like, what? Yeah. Get married. There's a new campaign aimed, isn't there? There's a new campaign out yes. at the moment. Uh, yes, a new campaign um, aimed at raising the final £90,000 needed to erect a statue of pioneering nurse uh, Mary Seacole 
the the total cost of the project is estimated to be five hundred thousand pounds. All but ninety thousand has been raised through donations from thousands of individual supporters, as well as several larger donors. Uh, Lord Soley, chair of the appeal, said the statue, due to be unveiled in the autumn, will sit opposite the Houses of Parliament in the grounds of St Thomas's Hospital. He also said it will be the first statue of a named black woman in the UK and is an important opportunity to show the kind of country we have become. Also, a number of high-profile celebrities have agreed to act as appeal ambassadors, including former EastEnders star Judith Jacob and award-winning um, actor Josette Simon, OBE. Simon said, a statue of Mary Seacole is long overdue. The world needs to know... A about this remarkable woman and what she achieved in the face of such adversity it is the least we can do absolutely and, but if you wish to donate to the cause uh, please visit justgiving.com slash mary sequel memorial slash donate yeah definitely yeah. i mean yeah. i think it's important we kind of we kind of get behind things like this because again just kind of going back to what we said on the last podcast you know, black history yeah. is a part of world history and it's important that people know yeah. and can appreciate these people that have made massive changes. You know, Mary C. Carl, you know, if you took that name into schools, I wonder how many young children would be able to tell you even the basics on her. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, we, exactly, need to, yeah. we need to get behind things like this. It's um, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely a good thing. Yeah. Definitely. And, um, well, before we go, I just need to make this announcement um the aclt uh, which is the african caribbean leukemia trust will be registering new potential bone marrow donors as well as blood and organ donors on saturday the 14th of march at global radio studios 30 leicester square london wc 287la um time between 12 p.m till 6 p.m um just uh, yeah, the the ACLT register potential bone marrow donors aged from 16 to 30 years of age with Anthony Nolan, and those aged 31 to 55 years of age with Delete Blood Cancer UK. You will stay on the register until your 60 until your 60th birthday. You must be genuine, generally generally healthy and weigh at least seven stone everyone involved in the latest um hashtag being african caribbean campaign sharon and i are both involved in that and and including celebrities will be in attendance so go along and support the cause um, for more information visit um www.aclt.org Yes, absolutely. And again, just to kind of second that, the hashtag, hashtag being African Caribbean. If you're on Twitter, you can just look for that and see exactly what's been happening. The uh, massive campaign to get people raise awareness and get people signing up and just being aware of the work that the ACLT do, which is very, very important. And, you know, as, as Janice said, we're 100% behind it. We've been involved in the last campaign. And, yeah, we just urge people to, to, to get involved wherever you can. So, yeah, thanks for that, Janice. It's a very, very good cause and a perfect way of bringing a nice, positive close to episode two. <laughs> of D and Biscuits. Yeah, episode two. Done yeah. and dusted. Remember, find us on the Twitter at T and B Podcast. Find us, follow us, look for us on the SoundCloud, 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 yeah. uh, T hyphen Biscuits hyphen one. And of course, get us on our personal Twitters as well. I'm at Cheryl's World, S-H-E-R-R-R 
YLS World. And I'm at uh, Mad News Vlog. There you go. So, it's bye bye from us. Oh, <laughs> bye. Oh.